Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our podcast this evening for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. Uh, we look to come together uh, to worship God this evening uh, as uh, we are faced uh, with um, the strangeness of these days and the restrictions that we face. Uh, we look to recognize the joy in the Lord Jesus, uh, the opportunity that we have to come to worship uh, and to hear from God's word this evening. Uh, let me welcome you all as we start this new year and uh, uh, some uh, podcasts in our midweek. Uh, we look uh, to uh, have that joy uh, of um, coming together for this half hour in Jesus' name. As we do this, uh, let me just highlight that over these next number of weeks, uh, our church building will remain closed, but uh, all of the services will uh, be uh, live streamed to our YouTube channel starting at 11 a.m. Uh, and then also on our Tuesday evening at 7 p.m., there will be a new podcast put up uh, uh, each Tuesday evening. Please keep in touch and please continue to email and give us a call if you have any questions or you just want to take that time for a, a chat as well. Um, also, uh, that uh, uh, there is the opportunity uh, to keep up to date with things happening in our church family through our website and through our Facebook page as well. So please keep in touch with them. As we come uh, to worship God this evening, let's firstly come to our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we look to come together in your name this evening. We look to recognise what it means uh, to follow you through these days. And Lord, as we start this new year, Lord, uh, we recognise that we still uh, are very much in the middle uh, of um, the strangeness of this pandemic. But Lord, we recognise that you are still on the throne. You are still the faithful God who we come before. And Lord, we ask that you may direct us and guide us through these days, that we may know of your truth and the joy of you and all that we may face. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks uh, that in Jesus' name, Lord, we have great security and that we may know this through these days. Heavenly Father, we recognise all too often, Lord, our hearts can be wandering. Uh, we can look to other things uh, for our hope in life. But Lord, we pray that we may continue to fix our eyes on you, that as we look to confess before you the things that are not of you, that we may know that renewal of Jesus' name in our lives, that we may know that joy of him working through us. Lord, we may ask that as we look to worship you this evening, that we may know of your spirit working in our lives and all that we may do. Heavenly Father, we ask this now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. As we begin uh, our podcast this evening, we're going to listen to our first item of praise. It is sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family. A uh, praise item that we all know well, Blessed Assurance.
glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight, angels descending, bring from above, echoes of mercy, whispers of love, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Savior, I'm happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Well, over these next number of weeks, we're going to take uh, some time in a, a mini-series uh, to think about what it means to develop a love for God's Word. I'm sure many of you over these number of weeks have been looking at different systems to read the Bible over the year. I've done this um, for many years, and this year uh, I'm starting uh, to a, a new one myself. But I suppose uh, what motivates us to do this is really a love for God's Word. To understand uh, that we uh, have a real joy when we come before God's Word to hear Him speak to us. So over these number of weeks, we're going to focus in on one particular psalm uh, that has a central theme of developing a love for God's word. Uh, this psalm uh, is the largest in the Psalter, Psalm 119. 
And I am not going to read all 176 verses of it. Uh, but I would ask that over the next number of weeks that we take time uh, to read through this psalm. Many psalms that might only take us five uh, or ten minutes uh, to read uh, the psalm. Uh, this psalm it may take us a little bit more, like 20 or 30 minutes uh, to read through the whole thing. But over the next number of weeks, take that time uh, just to read through uh, the psalm. A couple of points uh, before we begin about this psalm. The main theme in it is the law of God or uh, uh, the word of God. One of the first things that uh, you would do if you were ever in a position to study uh, the ancient Hebrew language is to come across uh, the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, and if you were to do that, you would see that there are 22 characters in the Hebrew alphabet. Here in the psalm, you see that there's 22 stanzas. Each of the stanzas has eight verses in it. The uh, poet, the psalmist, begins with the first character of the Hebrew uh, language, Alpha, and works right through uh, to uh, the 22nd character, uh, Torah. And these are uh, the, the frame of this psalm. The form uh, that this is called is an acrostic uh, form, uh, and it gives a sense of completion and total uh, a totality to be sure uh, by the end of the psalm one feels that the person has indeed fully covered their subject and that subject is the law of god the poet pulls out all the stops as he speaks about it including the use of his vocabulary he refers to God, God's law in eight different words. The law, the Torah, statue, the precept, a decree, command, judgment, word and promise. None of the stanzas has fewer than six of these words in them. It is the subject of it. For Psalm 119 is a wisdom song which uh, extols the law of God and encourages its study. So as we begin this new year, let us take time in this wonderful psalm to recognise and to develop our love for God's word and the way that he has called us to live. For this first evening, um, I'm going to focus on verses 25 to 32, the fourth stanza in the psalm. Verses 25 to 32. Let's read God's word together. I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. I recount my ways and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Let me understand the teaching of your precepts. Then I will meditate on your wonders. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from deceitful ways 
and be gracious to me through your law. I have chosen the way of truth. I have set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, O Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have set my heart free. As we look at the words uh, of this uh, stanza in it, we see the psalmist reveals that he struggles with life. He's being laid low in the dust, indicates some kind of suffering. And he calls on God to save him on the basis of God's word. The psalmist recalls again for the increased understanding of the way of God, his law. In verse 28, he once more registers present pain and he calls on God to help him on the basis of his word. There is a sense here in this psalm, the psalmist is finding life difficult. But he longs to know of the truth of God's word throughout all that he may face. And notice that as the psalm comes before God, he has six petitions, six requests to God as he looks uh, to uh, come before him. Let's look at each of these just quickly. The first one in verse 25. He asks God for comfort in the difficult situation that he faced. Preserve my life according to your word. He looks to come before God to recognise the way that he has called him. And he looks for comfort through the difficulties that he may face. Not comfort that may come that he may conjure up, but comfort through God's word. That is where he may seek real and lasting comfort. Secondly, he requests for direction and power to obey God's word. He looks uh, for God to direct his paths all through his word. That as he comes before his word, he may see that clear direction that God is calling him. Next, in verse 27. The psalmist calls for increased understanding of the mystery of God's word. There is a desire for knowledge, uh, to know uh, of God's word and the mysteries of it. It is wonderful, isn't it, that as we continue to come before God's word, we continue to learn. No one can say they know all things about God's word. And Many a time when I'm out on pastoral visits, people would say to me, the Bible is a complicated book. But that should not drive us away uh, from uh, looking to understand and read it. It should want us uh, hunger to know more of God's mystery. And it is a a great uh, joy, isn't it, to know That no matter uh, our intellectual abilities, no matter how good a reader or how well a grasp we have of the English language, that as we come before God's word, he continues to feed us 
uh, and to show us more of him. And notice in this psalm that the desire for knowledge is not uh, for satisfying uh, uh, the psalmist's curiosity or for worldly gain. But notice in verse 7, uh, uh, 27, it may, so that he may meditate on God's wonders. In other words, if we are looking to understand more of God, it is not, to edif- it is not uh, for a sense of making ourselves greater in this world, but it is a sense of edifying ourselves and in turn being able uh, to help others as well as we grow in wisdom of God. In verse 28 then, the psalmist asks for strength in his weakness. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your words. There is real strength that comes from from knowing God's word, not uh, in a worldly sense as we look uh, to our bodies and look to the things that we do, but the, to our spiritual, uh, our spiritual lives. In our outward, we may be wasting away, but God is rebuilding us as we look to come before Him. In verses 29 on to 31, the psalmist also then asked to be freed from sinning, lying in particular, so that he might neither deceive others or nor be deceived himself. There is that sense he recognises in his own fallen state that he can so easily be uh, deceiving himself. And so he asks, through uh, uh, being wanting to know God's word more, that he may know that real truth of God. And in turn then, in verse 31 and 32, he looks to be saved, he asks God to be saved from shame and to know that as he looks to obey God, that he may uh, have that real sense of having a joy of knowing a lasting relationship with God. It is right, isn't it, that we come to the psalm knowing uh, that by ourselves we are not able to know the truth of God. And the key to unlocking this psalm is to knowing the person of Jesus. To knowing that in Jesus as he faced the troubles in this world, he faced him in that perfect way. He was the one who prayed, not my will but yours, O heavenly Father. And as we look to this psalm over these next weeks, a great question that we are to ask ourselves is, what would it mean for Jesus of Nazareth to sing and to pray this psalm? For as we look uh, to the truth of these words, as we look to sing these words, we do so by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. To know that it is in him, he is the key that is enabled to unlock these words for us. 
to know of the joy of God's word and to commit ourselves to them. And as we do that, we may know that we may run the paths of God's commands, for he has set our hearts free. He has set us free to follow him through this year in all it may face, that we may know that freedom of following him in all that we may do. It is my prayer that as we take this time through these next weeks in Psalm 119, that we may know that freedom of following God through these days, all in the person of Jesus. Let us come before God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy that we have in knowing you, that in all that we may face in this world, that you have set our hearts free to follow you. Heavenly Father, we pray this day that as we take time in your word, that we may know that joy of seeking you in every way. And we ask that now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going to listen now to another item of praise which reminds us of the Lord Jesus and what he done for us. Sung to us again by Jonathan Ray and his family. This piece is entitled Man of Sorrows.
Well, as we take some time now uh, to come before God in prayer as we close, we want to commit one another uh, to God in prayer through the strangeness of these days. We look to commit one another to our Heavenly Father in all that we may do. We want to continue to remember those who are dealing with ill health through these days. Also, we want to continue uh, to remember those who are feeling fearful at this time. We want to continue to keep our country in prayer in the, the, the midst of these uh, uncertain days. Let us um, take time uh, to pray for one another. As we do that, uh, let me remind you of these words uh, from the, the part of the Psalm 119 that we just read. I recounted my ways and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Let us come before God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift up one another before you this evening. Lord, recognising the great uncertainty that we face in the world around us. But we give you thanks that your word is eternal, that you are the one who knows from the start right to the end. And you are the one, Lord, who we may commit our lives to, recognising that you uh, will never uh, look uh, to uh, deceive you will never uh, turn away from us and we thank you for that. Heavenly Father, we want to commit before you one another. We want to pray for those, Lord, who are dealing uh, with ill health through these days. We ask, Lord, that you may continue to uphold them, that they may know of your comfort and your peace through this, the difficulties of these days. Lord, we lift up to you those who are, are feeling fearful, who are uh, uncertain about what one day will bring to the next. And Lord, we ask that you may open uh, uh, their hearts to the things of you, that they may know of the great wonders that you have for them, the joy that is found in Jesus through all things. And Lord, that all fear, Lord, may be taken away in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we want to lift up to you those who are working in our hospitals and in our NHS at this time. We want to lift up to you those who are on the front line of battling this uh, illness that we face at this, these days. And Lord, we ask that you may continue to strengthen uh, and help them through each day. Lord, that you may give them a sense of peace in the work that they do. And Lord, that you may protect them in all that they may do, that they may know of the hand of their Creator upon them. Lord, we ask all these things in the great and the mighty name of Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we pray for our country at this time. We pray for our leaders and for all, Lord, who are looking to make decisions about the way that we live our lives at this time. Heavenly Father, we ask that through all things we may see your gracious and loving hand upon us. And Lord, that our leaders may know of the wisdom that only you can grant. 
Heavenly Father, we ask uh, for that sense of uh, your direction and guiding and that you may turn more before your word, that they may know of the great treasure of it in all that they may do. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you our church family through these days. As we are now not able to meet physically in our church building, Lord, we ask uh, for the opportunities, Lord, to uh, meet together virtually and being able to comfort and direct one another, Lord, in your ways. Give us a sense, Lord, of great fellowship, Lord, in your name and all that we may do. And Heavenly Father, we pray that you may continue, uh, that we may continue to know of you working through us, Lord, in these days. Lord, we may be restricted in many ways. We may be isolated in some ways. But Lord, you are still at work. That as we look to proclaim your name, that you are still able to speak into lives uh, that are lost. And Lord, we ask that all, Lord, who may be uh, unaware of you or walking away from you, that you may continue uh, to, by your Spirit, speak into their lives. Show them the wonder of you, and, Lord, that they may know of what it means to seek you through these days. Lord, we ask all these things in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, Heavenly Father, we want to lift up to you our young people through these days as well. Lord, as they face not being able to go to school, as they face great uncertainty, Lord, we ask of your comfort and peace before them, that they may know of the security that is found in you. And look through these days, Lord, they may take that time to come before you, to commit their lives before you. What a gracious and loving thing it is for a young life to come before you. What a great thing it is, Lord, to know you in, uh, in a person's life. And Lord, we ask that they may know that great treasure through these days. Heavenly Father, we ask all these things now. In the great and the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening, everyone, this evening. May you know God's blessing through these days. And let us finish with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>